Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Zach and Jack, he's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. Heads up. We're not doing any... uh, sporical geography quizzes today <laughs> i got a few reviews from that past episode rob uh not not glowing reviews but that's okay second jack hey, you rob, know what's hey shame on them they listened to the whole thing they listened so to the good. Whole, yeah, yeah. it never got so better subscribe. <laughs> so, so subscribe uh, good time to mention this is brought to you by betonline.ag betonline.ag oh. excellent stuff um Greg Heister today. You never we, know what's going to come out of his mouth. We go to Alaska and you'll hear all about it, but Rob and I started recording 7:30 Pacific. He's yeah. in Alaska. You would think it would be dark and dreary and sad in Alaska. Quite quite the opposite. We I thought about- it was going to be I thought it was going to be like I thought that was just his like background. And then yeah. he goes, "Nope." That's my outside right now. I'm like, wait, what? It's a trip. Uh, he's, he's, he's excellent. We start talking. I mean, we talk about all kinds of things. It takes us legit 12 to 13 minutes to actually start talking about Gonzaga basketball. And then we start talking about Alaska again. So great episode. Craziness in the kennel has evolved to such a thing, Rob, where I, I don't even recognize it anymore. And then you see Joe Few running out there. That was a trip seeing Joe. And you're, and you're like, what? How, how old am I? Mm-hmm. Good God. I know. I'm embarrassed to say that I graduated in 2010, you know? Like, it depends on who I'm talking to. If I'm talking to the older crowd. Do um, you go to bars sometimes and you realize you're like, I shouldn't be here? Uh, oh, I can't remember the last time where I walked into a bar and thought I should be here. You know, I, I'm right. My, <laughs> I'm either I'm either six, seven years too old, or like twenty five years too young. Yes, yeah, yes. There's no dive bar for people in their early thirties. No. no, not at all. And I'm a dive bar guy. I like the dive bar, but then you see Cliff at the end of the bar telling you how he's on his third divorce and whatever, and you're like, ah, oh, I don't know if I can do this. They always want to solicit advice. Yeah, older I know. Guys, I'm like, uh, older guys at bars by themselves paying three different alimony checks every month always want to tell me how to do things. Still flirting with the bartender. I just, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it, I, I just, I got to draw the line somewhere, man. But I thought this was a great episode, man. Subscribe. That's all I need to say. You were at football practice earlier tonight. Game. Football game. game. Excuse me. Two hours. Game. Frigid cold. This is, uh, call me a pussy. I don't care. I don't play outdoor sports for a reason, but I just, I just can't do it. How'd we do? How'd we do out there? We, Did the good we, guys win? It, they're 10 year old kids, man. I can't, I, I can't say how bad we beat them. They just, man, well, we beat, give me, do they keep score? Trump. Tell me they keep score. Uh, we we could have got to everyone clapped when they got a, a touchdown. Let's just say that. What kind of offense are you guys running? We routes all sorts of stuff. Oh, like you, you're how often do you pass? Oh, all the time. At least. Oh, really? How yeah, often no, do you, leg- How often are you completing passes? Uh, we're legit. No, I'll give it cra- it's crazy to watch and like what is I think we had 40 tonight. Oh, 40 points? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we, we just, yeah, no, it was crazy, bro. 
So you took your foot off the gas. Yeah, no question. Do you think you guys are bringing home the trophy? And do you play every Wednesday? No, I can't do the every Wednesday, every Saturday, but this was like a fill-in game. It was just, oof. Uh, like Rob said, thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, like, and subscribe some more. Uh, we talk a little bit about who should start for the Zags, how deep we're going to run. I'd like to say we're going to play 11 guys. We won't. Mm. I think we will settle into a rotation of seven, eight guys, which means there's going to be two or three guys, two or three legit players, um, who just won't play this year flat out. Who, who could play pretty much anywhere else in the country. Ugh. So we get into that a little bit. Follow us on social, please, please, please. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. You're definitely going to want to check this episode on YouTube. It's a very Wanna. visual episode and not unlike the Sporacle quiz episode. I totally get that was a, that was a visual kind of deal, but we were already like visual diarrhea. In it. That was what that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Rob, so you're saying tonight's, if your team, what's your, what's your son's team name called? The Wildcats. If the Wildcats were minus 35 tonight, you guys would have covered. We're oh, back and yeah. better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season, Rob. Head, to the, website, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Believe. B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. One more warning, Robert. Yes, sir. Uh, Wi-Fi was a little spotty. Yeah, There's but guy he, up there. yeah, yeah, you gotta, what you gotta cut you... us a break. You gotta cut him a break. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of, huh? Can you hear me? What? Yeah. I'm going to try to edit it a little bit, but a lot of that, you just, it's just, it's just heister stuttering. That's just, it's just the heist man. I got to tell you, he was wearing his seasons on the fly hat about 65% of the conversation. And then right at that 65 mark, he took his hat off. The guy has unbelievable salad and it makes me, it just, <laughs> no, you need it, to shave it, Jack. It I'll be fires me Jack, up. Jack, no. It, well, see, here's the Dude, thing, Rob. I now have the, the club. I have the zoom for it right now. It doesn't look too bad, huh? Just join the club. It doesn't look too bad right here. No, I'm not, I won't lie to you, Jack. I like you, man. You're my guy. I I'm just think, join the club. I think Heister was hair. taking a, I think Heister was just taking a shot at me. An unnecessary 100% shot. always. Always. He always is trying to get it up on one person. It's, it's incredible. I asked him a question. He goes, oh, you know, I don't know. He rips the hat off, just rolls his fingers through his flowing locks. And I was like, God damn jo- it. Just join the club, Jack. I don't know why you're you're struggling with this. Another reason to watch us on YouTube, Heister's hair and a mm. sunset in uh, southern Alaska. Um, right off of Alaska. a bay. Yeah, the biggest bay or the, the biggest lake. Right. The biggest lake. In, anyway, anyway here, here's Greg Heister. From the corner! Greg Heister joining us from, is, is Alaska the final frontier? <laughs> well, one, I think outer space, right? Didn't, didn't Star Trek say that? That's season? right. That's right. That's right. But yeah. you're, you're close. You're, but you're, yeah, yeah. It, in, in my eyes, it's probably the closest I'll ever get to the final, the last frontier. Um, I'm but, just uh, in yeah, awe. So, I thought it would be getting darker earlier there. Well, winter's coming hard now. It snowed most of the morning. It's about 35 degrees out here right now. That sounds like Spokane. And that's, the, that's the Quijack River. So it's spelled K-V-I-C-H-A-K. It's part of the uh, Lake Iliamna drainage. Lake Iliamna is about two miles upriver. And it's the uh, this is the only outflow of Alaska's largest lake. It's bigger than two of the Great Lakes. We're completely off the grid. I don't know if you can hear the generator in the background or not. You can't be off grid. You're talking to us, Heister. Yeah, no, on satellite, brother. Get so, out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no there's no roads in here. And uh this is the land of wolves and bears. How many How- bears did and, you uh, see in the last week? Uh well, I just got here on Monday, so I haven't seen any yet, but 
Rob, there. Trust me, there. We've had them break. We've had them rip into this building. Uh, and we're uh, we're twelve air miles from Katmai National Park. There's more bears, brown bears per square mile there than anywhere in the world. So it's brown so, bears you're dealing with up there. The occasional yeah. grizzly. Well, they're all grizzly. Brown bears are like a subspecies of the grizzly bears. So that's Greg Heiser for you. I believe the Kodiak bear is the biggest bear. Well, that's a brown bear. But that, that's oh, that's the same the same species. Gotcha. Yeah, we get the ten foot brown bears here, and we get them coming through. There's the uh, the other buildings I have here. But this river, we've got the largest run of sockeye salmon in the world that come up at uh, world class trout. There's grayling. Uh, there's four different species of salmon. There's pike in here, and we're at the end of the season. All the clients have gone home, and uh, I'm just up here to get a little fishing in and to button it up for the winter time. What? Why don't home. I get an invite? Hey, Rob, you you guys are always you guys should come up here and do a I, show. That is that's that's discount, right? Invited. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> when you own the place, you can just invite people. Yes, well, you need then to come I want to just. I, I want. I'll, Let's do it. What do I? Okay. So from Spokane to where you're at, give me the, yeah. the travel. So you go to Anchorage, Spokane to Anchorage. And so I'm just That's a direct into a flight. Dark room, but I want to there it is. One piece Look of decor that. in this uh, <laughs> yeah. panel. So I lose our signal a little bit, but I hope you got to see that. But oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit of Zagville. You have laundry there too. That's nice. Mm. Keep things, keep things. Oh, we fresh. lost them. We lost them. Can you we hear? You all right? We, oh, we got you. We got you back. We got, we got nervous. Whoa. <laughs> Thought a bear got you. Yeah. Let me go back inside. It's sun starting to set though. It's beautiful. It's Do you get beautiful. the, uh, Aurora yeah, Alice or whatever it's called. I'm going to ruin yeah, the Northern lights. Yeah. It was here. It was out last night. Really? What color? Green, green or red? I'm just so intrigued right now. Yeah, well, you need to, Rob. You need to come up here. Like Coach Few's been here a lot. There's a you there's can't a put me and Coach. What, what does that mean? That that's two different. No, entities. it would be good. It'd be good for you two to to reunite up here. What what's what what size are the bunks? I think they need two different size bunks. Yeah, Rob. Rob, we we'd probably have to get you like a. Like a something long would just put you on the floor somewhere. Trust me, I've yeah. I've slept in worse places. Yeah, that's probably I've, true. I'm, I'm I'm not saying that, that place that's looks amazing, true. but I've I've slept in some pretty horrendous spots in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but probably not knowingly, right? <laughs> yeah, no, not by choice. <laughs> Certainly not by choice. Yeah, you woke up in places and you're like, how did I get here? Oh man, too many. Too many. For those, of you, for those of you listening on the pod, head over to the YouTube channel to get a load of this uh, private tour of the, the Heister compound up yeah. on the on the the, the Wayjack River. Quijack, Quijack. Quijack. It's it's spelled K-V-I-C-H-A-K. You're not doing any Ruby Ridge stuff up there, are you? Not yet. He's got the option. <laughs> no, but you know. Trust me, it comes to mind, Rob. As, as wacky as the world's getting, man. <laughs> you know, there's, there's plenty of food here. If things <laughs> what, if things go south for one reason or another, you're in a hell of a position. Uh, Absolutely, but you have to get there. Yeah. you have to get well, there. That's the that's I, the beast. I've got friends. I've got friends, bro. <laughs> you can land a float plane right out here and get dropped off. So that's oh, I'm going. That's well, another question. Obviously, to, to get to and fro up in Alaska, a lot of a lot of small airplanes. Rob, I don't know if I've told you this story, but our, our mutual friend Monk, a Gonzaga grad. He's uh, up there. He lives in Alaska. And the oh. other, it was oh right in the, in the middle. The Well, I should say early days of the pandemic. We were all getting on the, uh, the Zoom and talking to him. We were all sharing our day. And we were like, how did you do today, Monk? What were you up to? He was like, oh, I'm fine. Um. I got in a plane crash very, very casually. It was like his third plane crash he's been in yeah. since he's been up there. Have you been in a plane crash, Greg? I no, thankfully. I've been in a lot of planes, you know, obviously getting here, but with my work on the Iditarod too, we're flying around uh, in the frozen of Alaska. But there have been a lot of near misses, let me say that. But no, I've never, never been in one that's crashed, thank God. That, that's not something that, I 
Sorry. I hate to okay. put that in the universe. Hate to yeah, put it in no, the universe. don't put that out there. <laughs> is it one of those things where it's you have to really measure the weight you bring on your plane, right? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, no, totally. All of those planes have a max weight limit. And most of it is, is for takeoff. You know, you got to be able to get them off the ground. And, and out here, you know, especially on floats, uh, you run out of runway quick. So we have a, there's a three or a, I don't know if it's two or 3,000 foot dirt strip about two miles from here. Who's doing so your people, dirt work? Who's doing yeah. your dirt work? Well, you know, there's, they just take care of it. Oh, oh. that's right. Like you're, yeah, you've got a dirt company now. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Go ahead. Finish your story. I just wanted to curious if you had a guy. You fly in there and um, you get dropped off. We pick you up by a truck, run you down the river. And then we have a 27 foot jet boat. We run you down here. And uh, you got your own skiff and you, and you go fishing. You've got a kitchen to make all the food and bathrooms and full showers. We've got a traditional Mackay steam house here. Oh, uh, so it's pretty cool. The island, you know, the, the, um, the lodge is actually on an island in the middle of the river. We're surrounded by water. Oh, and it's covered with, covered with blueberries. So it's pretty good. Any pretty other cool. celebrities besides Coach Few? Uh, no. No, I wouldn't say celebrities. You know, there's been like former governors and things like that here because we're in Bristol Bay. So the Bristol Bay region, and, and again, this is a unique kind of a niche lodge. It's more of a do-it-yourself thing. So we have, there's a lodge two miles up above us. There's a, there's a lodge a mile and a half below us. And then there's nothing for 50 miles out to saltwater. And those lodges are 12,000 bucks a week to go fish in there. And so- you do get a lot of, you know, if they're at their places, you get those, those sorts of people. We get, you know, we get guys and gals that really like to fish here. So well, celebs spot. like to fish. Yeah. But you know, they like, they like to be taken care of on a different level. That's why I'm worried about Rob coming here. You know, Rob <laughs> I'm looking like up Bristol Bay. A week I'm, play, I'm looking up yeah. where you, where are you on uh, Bristol Bay. So, so yeah, so Google KVI CHAK River. Oh boy. And you'll see it. Uh it is Wednesday night as we record this, the 13th yeah. of October 2021. It's crazy, Greg Heister, because there you are in a secluded place. Whereas just four days ago, yeah, you were in you were in the madhouse that is craziness in the kennel. Yeah, and how cool was that to be back oh. in there with all those people? Yeah, yeah how nice was, was that? What did it feel uh, like? It, it, it's uh, it's uh, I it, it didn't even dawn on me honestly. It, it never dawned on me for whatever reason until I got in there, and I'm like, you know, wow, it's been almost two years since I felt the energy uh, of this place and all of these people. When I showed up, the lines were outside and. I, I was like, wow, you know, and the, the crazy thing about all of this world is, you know, like the COVID numbers are as bad as ever and all of this stuff. And yet we're back in the arenas. <laughs> so like, it just makes, it makes no sense, but here we are and God bless it. Here we go. And uh, it was pretty cool. I, 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 it was awesome to be back in there and and to feel the energy and the kennel club doing what they do. And there was actually more of them in there for the, for the craziness than there are normally for the games. And uh, so the energy was fantastic, man. How about the and production the value for uh, the in-game theatrics or it, it, with the, the smoke machines and the lights, it feels like an EDM festival. <laughs> Hey, but listen, like, you know, this isn't little Gonzaga basketball anymore, man. This is like a big time Hollywood production and like, you know, one of the best that there is. And it just goes and proves that, you know, there's progressive minds running the show over there and they're staying with it and they're not resting on laurels. And, you know, there was a big time recruit at that craziness thing. And so the energy was there. And again, it's, it's a chance to sell, baby. Just sell, 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 sell. And I mean, that's what, that's what I saw at craziness. I just saw a product that was just selling itself to the world still. And uh, it was great. It was awesome. Do you think the students are going to be back to where they once were? Because uh, of I think are connected, you know, just so people don't, so we're out in the middle of nowhere. We have our bandwidth is a little shaky. So it looks like the Rob froze on me. Uh -huh. Did everybody freeze? 
No, no. Just, you just froze. We're okay. You're fine. We can hear you. Oh, we lost him again, Jack. I hope a bear didn't get him. What if it goes back and it's just no Greg and just a, a broken window? Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh, oh, oh there he is. There he is again. We, we were worried yes. a bear got you. Uh, Rob, Rob was asking, it was just it's crazy to think about, but just two years ago, the student section was catching heat because they were not filling things up, uh, kind of taking the lesser games off, so to speak. Do you think they're yeah. going to uh, rejoin with a renewed enthusiasm? I hope so. I mean, I you know, I hope so. I, I hope that we all, you know, got a sense of appreciation, right? I mean, you 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 don't get to to be there. I mean, even calling games last year, whether it was Gonzaga or anywhere else on my schedule, like I, I that's you know, November, December, you're just happy to to be doing games and to be watching these these kids play ball. By January, February, March, you're like. God, this is kind of old. I mean, there's nobody here. There's no energy. How are they able, you know, and Rob can speak on this, I'm sure. Like, there's so much of their energy comes up from what they get from the crowd. And there was none of that. And so, I mean, I was impressed at the way Gonzaga was able to stay at that really upper level through all of those games last year when so many in a row without having all that extra energy to, to get. So I hope, you know, even as fans and and the kennel club and and everybody associated with gonzaga basketball like maybe it'll make us appreciate and and look back and not maybe maybe not take this for granted i mean it's it's a it's a sensitive thing and uh it was great to be back in there and and i can't wait for the season to get going obviously this team is going to be fantastic and i you know here's the question i want to ask you guys and rob you may know When's the last time a college basketball team lost all three starting guards to graduation or, or the draft and have come back and was the number one ranked team to start the season? I wonder if it's ever happened. I, Kentucky. Kentucky did know. those years. They lost all because, you know, they had Kentucky. I don't know. I fives. think I was going to say Kentucky my senior year when they won it with Anthony Davis. But see, they're, they were really, you know, it was Anthony Davis. He wasn't a guard. No, but so I was, just wondered. It, it was, was that team. Guards and, that team was Anthony team Davis. Was Anthony Davis. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Jones. Uh, yeah. uh, Gil Chris. And there was one other kid that was on that Kentucky team that won. Or, uh, one one of the twins. Yeah. I can't remember. But, I mean, but, it's, it's rarefied air. No, I mean, it, it's it, another it, example. It's, it's really amazing. Rare. And, but it's I hope amazing. we don't get caught up like that, though. I hope we're not caught up in the one and done world. We've already yeah. talked about it a million times. I just those Corey Kispergs and and even Timmy, like those guys yeah. coming back make a difference, and it keeps a legacy and a tradition that happens around. I just hope we don't lose that. That's my biggest thing. Speaking of the one and done world, Greg, uh, let's get right to it. Chet Holmgren. Yeah. Now, highlights of him, this has always kind of been his thing. It always looks like he's operating at half speed, 60%, 65%, because you yeah. forget the kid's seven foot, seven foot one. So half speed yeah. for him is, is a full-out sprint for the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, did it, does it feel that way watching him play live, that he's not giving it 100% as of yet? Or is that just his game? You know, does that make sense to you? Yeah, no, I do. Cause you know, I was a big golfer growing up and I remember they used to say the same thing about Freddie couples, you know, he looks just so lackadaisical and so uninterested. And it was because his golf swing was artwork. <laughs> like it was just fluid artwork. And when you look at Chet play and again, you know, we're talking about a small sample size now. Right. Um, I think that, that there's a lot of that in Chet Holmgren that, He's just so far superior skill-wise. You're going to have to grow probably more into that body. But, yeah, I, I get it. Um, I think that's that's one of the most interesting things about this season is to see how they use Chet and to see how he and Timmy work together. And uh, are they able to work together at the level that we all want them to work together, to have those supremely skilled kids playing basketball at those two positions. So uh, that'll be really interesting to watch. But, you know, you saw glimpses of that 
you know, he had that great block in that game. And I think everybody always talks about Chet on the offensive end and shooting the ball and, you know, skilled like a guard and all of that stuff. But it's at the other end. I think if they had Chet Holmgren last year, just on the defensive end, they win the national sure. championship. Sure. So, yeah, we were uh, liking that. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what's funny, Rob? I don't know what he's laughing at. Um, you know, he's always laughing at something. Oh, you know, my you mind's always going, man. My mind's always going. <laughs> Let's do uh, from, from, from. Chet. I don't think it was just his defense that we needed in that national championship game. Oh, that is where you're going Oh, the defense would have helped. The defense would have helped. <laughs> I, I couldn't hold it back anymore. That shit, they just, it was just well, not our I'm day. Just- I'm just trying to be a team guy. Here. I know you are, but shit, it was a rough game. That one, boy, was, we needed more was, than defense. It was a rough one for sure. <laughs> We're not done with Chet, but Chet Holmgren participated. So for those of you who don't know, there was three elements before the actual scrimmage. It was the three point shooting contest, the skills competition yeah. and the dunk contest, just like NBA all-star weekend. Um, Chet participated in the three point shooting contest, probably because they asked him and he said, I want to shoot. Right. I can't imagine they assigned him to that. Um, yeah, I don't know how all that worked. I yeah. don't know how they picked everybody. Uh, but he faced off in round one of the three point shooting contest to a, a kid who has been turning a lot of heads this summer. And that is Nolan Hickman. I think yeah. if you list, if you listed players, you were excited about coming into this year, four months ago, Nolan Hickman would be like ninth or 10th on the list. And yeah. this kid looks like, according to ESPN, he's a projected starter. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, when, when you look at the speed that they play with, right, and Coach Few really loving the, you know, pushing the ball and, and offense, that, that's what I saw from this team that stood out from, you know, just in the little bit of action, both at practice that I've been at and at craziness, is this team is going to play at a speed. Like, Drew and Chet are going to have to run. <laughs> They get up and down the floor with these guys because they've got some guards now that are going to really, really push it hard. And I think uh, that's going to be fun to watch. But I, I think that they're, you know, they're so deep now, um, you know, unproven, certainly unproven, right? And craziness is one thing and scrimmages are one thing. And we'll know more against Texas and, and when they get into this, this deep tournament or a deep uh, schedule that they have. But by the time they get to league, I think that we'll see what we're going to see. And that's a team that's, that's going to fly. I mean, I think it's going to fly. So that's uh, exciting. Just an absolute embarrassment of riches. Um, the skills competition was Ben Gregg, Ben Gregg, Marty Olauskas, Drew Timmy, and Andrew Watson. Um, yeah. And again, those guys probably could have participated in, in any number of events. Uh, if you had told me to guess who's going to, to rank those four skills competition, how it goes, I think I would have put Ben Gregg last. Yeah, uh, you know that probably. I mean, it's you know when you look at look at who he was competing with, that's probably true. And yeah. again, that just goes to show how you know, like this program isn't all about athleticism. I mean, it's at a point now where he's getting guys that are skilled and athletic. And they have the entire package when they come to Gonzaga to play. And uh, we are so spoiled, man. Like, we are certainly so spoiled now at watching the, the level of talent of player. And, you know, uh, it's just when you when you think back 20 years ago, like, I just I just keep thinking, like, I, I, this these thoughts really do come to my mind when I'm sitting there courtside or whatever, like those early days when they'd come off the bunch and it's like this ragtag looking bunch of dudes getting off the bunch with the Gonzaga, you know, name across <laughs> the chest and then they'd go out on the floor and just rip your heart out, you know? And, uh, and now like they get off and you're like, Oh my God, they're, they look like Olympians. You know what I mean? They're just all, you know, ripped tall, lean. And you can tell just by looking at them that they're going to go hard and big and, it's a whole different deal right now, like a whole different deal. And uh, I, I just hope it keeps going because it just, it's going to get fun. And I, you know, the only thing left is that, right, that national championship and 
who knows if this is the year, but impressions willing and amen, brother. Pressure makes diamonds in my world. Impressions of the dunk contest. Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's athletic again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Sam. Yeah, uh, I think you know it, it's yeah you know since Rui and Brandon and that team, you're like, well, it kind of took a step back, you know, with as far as dunking the ball, but now I think uh, we we see that maybe coming back, and uh, I think that we're gonna have some great highlights, the highlight reels and in, in like the senior video or the the end of the year video at the. The Gonzaga banquet's going to be spectacular again with a lot of dunks. And so uh, that was impressive to watch, you know. Uh, and again, just as a six, five, six, whatever I am, guy who could never jump, uh, I just sit courtside and just, and just marvel at, at the way that they're in the creativity, right? Like, I mean, that competition was pretty impressive. It was pretty impressive uh, to watch that. I imagine it, you run out of adjectives to use. Yeah, well, I, I don't even talk about it anymore. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I just, Jack, I just like, oh, uh, you know what I mean? It just, uh. you know, let that roll out farther and then let the, because what are you going to say? You're like, dear Lord, what did I just see? Like, there's nothing left to say about that stuff. I can't imagine um, the stress or lack thereof when it comes to the production itself. Uh, cause you know, you've done a thousand basketball games. Dan's done a thousand basketball games, uh, a traditional basketball mm. game. You know, when the, you know, when your breaks are, you know, where the media timeout's going to hit, you know, how many timeouts each team has, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, for yeah. this, does the team just hand you kind of like an outline and, and the crew ahead of time and you guys oh. are just rolling with it? Like, I can't imagine. Yeah, totally. I, I really had no idea what was going on. I, you know, I didn't even know who was in the different <laughs> competitions. You, okay, you, you didn't even have a list? You didn't even have a list of who was comp- I did have a list. And then they're like, well, Heister, we gave it to you. And I'm like ripping through my stuff and I'm halfway through. Through it, then I you're see still the in Alaska. List. Like you were still in was, Alaska. Don't, it was for don't. it was for uh, Kevin James, you know, doing the PA stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what I need. I wanted to show you that the sun is sitting out here, and it's, there it is. We got him. Camera's good enough. That's a salesman. If there. I've ever, I'm there. There it is. There. Postcard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's pretty nice. How did? Uh, how did? So uh, yeah, it was. You just roll with it. I mean, that's after all these years, you just roll with it. How did Kevin James sound? Did he sound a little rusty? Well, I have. <laughs> I didn't think so. I, <laughs> I don't hear him much. You know what I mean? I, I try to, but I had to listen a lot more to it the other day during craziness because, you know, he knew what was coming. I didn't. So I had to listen to Kevin and then say, okay, well, this is what's coming up next. Here's what's, here's what's happening. So and did you even, it was, uh, like, it, was, it was one 15 minute segment, right? The actual scrimmage. Yeah, and I guess there were a couple of breaks in it. I, I know last year's craziness, nobody told me anything. So when they stopped playing, I thought, well, that must be first half. And they're like, no, 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 that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, okay, I can't man. imagine. Thanks for passing it along. <laughs> the blue team was Salas Watson, Nemhard, Greg, Marty Olauskas. Uh, we call him Marty. Yeah. Perry, Lang, and Graves. White team, uh, Julian Trother, Nolan Hickman. Drew Timmy, Holmgren, uh, Bolton, Joe Few, and Colby Brooks. The game yeah. ended in a goddamn tie. How fitting was I that? I know. I know. That's I the know. problem with this generation. We're all. <laughs> they both got they, trophies. Everybody yeah, got they trophies. They both got all trophies. About the participation no. trophies. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's I mean, just wild to me. Going into it, I think I would have put my money on the team with uh, Drew Timmy and, and Chet Holmgren. What were your impressions well, I, of the draw? When there? they when they rolled out, you're like, okay, this is over. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like they're those two ought to score a like. Rob, I know they they keep track of points per position. Like I just can't believe it's going to be any higher any other team than this year because Drew and Chet ought to be able to get a bucket anytime that they want this year. But I would have ended that when it ended in a tie. I'd have gone to their half court thing. Yeah, like, you know how they do at the end of shoot around before game on game yeah. day, right? Just let everybody shoot the half court shots and see the fans would have dug that because you, you know, know three or four that go in. Now, now that we're talking about it all and just got to my head, you know who we're going to really miss though, Joel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
like just the the way he knows his the back door i like his iq like he knew how to work with both bigs in the game so he could he knew how it went and he got all these rebounds i'm gonna miss joel on this in this team you know yeah. now that i think about and it Rob, and he's he's one of those guys where you just like you just wanted them to come back like right. you just feel like you like joel you need to come back like Whoa. you need to that that's the, the the one thing that never because I get it right. It's all about getting out of there and making cash, and I get it. But the one thing that doesn't, you know, that does not get taken into consideration is an opportunity to build brand, right? And when you're at Gonzaga now, and you're a preseason All America, which he would have been, like there's an opportunity to build brand. And so you, if he comes back to Gonzaga now, he leads that team, and he has this big year. Oftentimes that brand is going to get you drafted in the first round, just because now like everybody knows exactly like Joel was a huge part of that team last year, but he was third or fourth option. Well, but that's and why I those, say, that's why yeah. I say we're, we're going to miss him so much because with Chet and Drew in the game, he know he just had the IQ of when to cut, when not to cut. He, he never needed the ball. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he worked, uh, it worked. He just worked right for just the offense. We, we need for those guys, especially that's how I look at it. And that's why I really, yeah. I think, and his defender couldn't leave him because he was always getting back doors or he was able to shoot the three or knock it down. So it's going to be unique yeah. to see, but coach few's got that i'm not Lim- too worried limited sample size of course greg who do you think is the best comp to a yai on the current roster oh i don't think there is one right that's I mean, hard I, that's a tough deal <laughs> yeah because you know and, and and there may be there may be one i just haven't spent enough time around them yet because i think of joel Ayai, i think about basketball like you you always seem to be in the right that's what i'm saying right and with these bigs yeah. Yeah. you have to the, the, yeah. the key for success with these bigs to make it work and they're not they have to have a guy who knows when to backdoor when to cut when not to cut because it keeps their defender occupied whereas if you don't have a guy who's just sitting they can come and double team whenever they want and that's the only thing i think joel will make a huge not having him will make a huge difference we should talk about julian strother He's the yep. guy to me. When I look at this roster, I, I, like he—he's he, he, ready to explode. That kid. I think that that Julian Strother, if he was in this program five or six years ago, he'd have been a twenty-five point a night guy. I think he's that. Good. I and think he's great. I think he I, got robbed in the dunk contest. Too. I think it looks like, and again, I'm, you know, I'm clearly not there every day. I think of the three of us, you're certainly there the closest, the most, Greg. Um, it looks like he's emerging as a bit of an emotional leader. Yeah, well, he's got all of that, man. Like, but you need to, I mean, got, yeah. Yeah, I agree, Jack, but he's got, the, he's got a killer instinct. He's got a guy, he, he's a guy that wants the ball at the end of the game. He can dunk on you. He can shoot the ball and he's big. Like he's he's a legit six seven six eight, and he when especially when he gets to the league, like he's going to be a matchup nightmare for anybody. I, I I think Julian Strother by the end of this year could be extremely important. Craig, I I agree with you. As we know, Coach Few kind of settles. If once we're past, I don't know, the midway point of December, he kind of settles into seven eight man rotation, and then yeah. um and and that's that's kind of the squad. There's been a couple of exceptions, sure. Um, when you think about the starting lineup, yeah, obviously Ooh. you got your big three in there, right? Nemhard, Timmy, and Holmgren. They're in. Uh, ESPN projects Nolan Hickman and Rasir Bolton to start there too. Do you see that as a possibility? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh... – Because my point is then you obviously have to work in Anton Watson. You mentioned Julian Strother. Uh, does Ben Gregg spell the big some minutes? You know, no, 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 no. I know. Like this team, this team is crazy, right? I, I think that you've got four or five guys that aren't going to start the, that would start for any other team in the West Coast Conference. And, oh, without and a doubt. No, that, in the Pac-10. Stop, Greg. That's Pac-10. not even Pac-10, yeah. at least. Yeah. Don't put the WCC in this. I mean, yeah, and I didn't even mention Hunter Salas. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you go. I, yeah. I, I don't know, and obviously, Coach Few knows more basketball than the three of us combined. 
but uh, I think you got to go nine deep. Yeah. Well, and, and again, I, you know, I don't know the red shirt question, right? Like who, who gets, who gets to fill that role this year and all of that, but it, it is an extremely deep team. And I, I think that that's only good, especially until January, because, you know, Rob can tell you this, you make a mistake, you, you know, you know, coach few, you make a mistake, you're coming right out of the game and you're going to be replaced by the next guy that's going to have his opportunity. And if he plays well, he's going to get more minutes. And, and I think there's going to, especially with all these young guys, you're going to see this ebb and flow throughout the season. By the time we get to January, I think you'll be settled in and uh, you'll have to earn every minute on this team. I mean, I think, you know, obviously it, and I'll go as far to say this, I think Drew and Andrew Nemhart are the only two guys that I think that you pencil into, I think everybody else is going to have to earn it. You know, even Chet, as great as he is, and it comes in as the number one overall recruit and all of that stuff, he's, he's got to earn those minutes too. I mean, he's going to have competition. There's this team. I mean, look at the way Ben Gregg is playing right now. There's going to be places that he's got to get guys on the floor. And so, I mean, is, is Chet Holmgren a 30-minute game guy right now? I don't, maybe. I don't know. I don't know you, how all that works out. You heard it here. Greg Heister doesn't think Chet Holmgren's going to start this year. No, 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 sound. no, 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 I think because of it, because no, no, of recruiting, Chet has to, right? You, you don't go out and get the number one recruit and then don't allow him play. Like he's, he's got to get his minutes, but you know, there's going to be competition all over that floor and every practice, like this team is going to get better at practice than they will in, in most games. And so uh, it's going to be great. Like it's a, it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have, but no, um, Chet Holmgren. <laughs> you, what, if anything, uh, is going to be lost or hold the team back with Coach Few kind of um, from the sidelines for the first few games here? I think just the opposite, Jack. I think it'll galvanize the team. I think it'll all bring them. I think they've all got his back on this thing, and – um, you know, he's always, he's always been really good at that about circling the wagons and playing for each other and, and what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room sort of stuff. And, uh, I think See, that's, a reporter, question right there. that's ask, a reporter question. I had to ask it. I fully expected that, you know, Jack was going to want to talk about all this stuff tonight, <laughs> but I think that, uh, you know, I think it, th that's the only thing that's going to happen. It's going to galvanize this team. It's going to put a little chip on their shoulder. And I think that's good because, you know, maybe this team needs that. Maybe this team needs that. If nothing else, uh, silver lining, it is bulletin board material, you know, it, 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 it and all season long in opposing gyms, uh, coach few is going to hear about it. You know, the opposing student sections, are going to like dangle their keys. You know what I mean? Have, have, have Dewey signs <laughs> held up. And I think, I think the, the guys could probably use that on a Thursday night at LMU to, to rattle their cage. For sure. You know what I mean? It's, well, those gyms are empty anyway, so who cares? No, nah, no, not when the yeah, Zags are down. Are, well, I'm yeah, sure it's well, it's usually the, the best part about going down there is like all our fans in LA come to those games. And then, and then you look at maybe if they keep it close, if they keep it close, their fans yeah. come in at halftime for free. Whoop-de-doo. Uh, so, Greg, when are you headed back to Spokane, and when's the next time you're, uh, you're sitting next to Dan D? Double D. Well, I don't know. You know, in fact, I probably have the schedule here. I think, what is it? What is that? Probably next weekend. I can look it up quick for you. But I, um, I head back to Anchorage on Friday, and then I've got to do some work in Anchorage for the Iditarod stuff that I do. And then I go, I actually head home next Monday. So it looks like October 31st, Eastern, Eastern Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. What? Well, you well, are uh, one of the most, you got the Iditarod coming up. You're just a high commodity. I, I have expected, <laughs> I have expected it to be a winter wonderland talking to greg in mid-october right now in Alaska. it looks great i was hoping we were supposed to get a, an inch of snow this morning and it snowed but we didn't get it but some of the higher elevations you can't see it from here but it's all white like it's white down to two thousand feet winters winters here oh. um, we're having to keep all the water going in the building uh, 24 hours a day so the pipes don't freeze and things like that so 
uh, yeah, winter's winter's here, man. It's what's the it's, what's your uh, Netflix situation up there? What do you watch? Uh, no Netflix, dude. So, <laughs> so like, like we have Wi-Fi. It, it's about three hundred bucks a month for sixty gigs. Okay, and I know you know we probably lose track of how much sixty gigs is, but you can burn ten gigs in a day pretty easily. So if you were to stream a game like this, is probably going to burn about ten or fifteen gigs tonight. Mm-hmm. because we, we're closing up it's all good we got surplus but if we go over that 60 gigs it's literally 75 dollars a gigabyte we'll send rob the invoice when we go over you don't want my website you don't want my websites greg again if um if people are listening to this and they want to book themselves a trip where do they go well, there's seasons on the fly logic. Seasons on the Probably fly need. logics. Let me see if I can throw a little light on it. So it's just Woo! you know s2flodge.com. Let me uh, get uh, let me get a, some apparel. Oh, I can set you up, Rob. We can get you. Wait, I don't know if I have them big enough. Like, what do I have to order you? I'm a three. Like a double X with like extra long sleeves or like, yeah, how does that three. work? Just give me a three. I can wear a fat man. Three I can wear a fat man. <laughs> you can say fat. Can you say fat? Am I, am I, I don't know. Can you anymore? I don't, I don't know um, what I can say anymore, to be honest with you. It's, it's, I be careful what those interviews in the past that we did. Now that I look back, I can be fancy. <laughs> 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 oh my god how and the, you know i worry like some of the things that we used to joke around with with mo on some of those interviews too i think back like oh no, you can't do any of that now you no. cannot do any of that i promise you that boy like what what kind what kind of jokes greg we're not going there, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going there. um we're not how often do uh the clientele recognize you from being uh uh uh, media guy well so i have a my t- television show that airs on discovery channel every sunday right hell yeah on the fun right so that's how most people find out about this lodge so because i market the lodge through that thing so i think most people you know they know me from that that come here some of them some of them know me from zagville and, and calling games uh i actually had a a lodge full of uh cougars Washington State Cougars here oh, this summer. Oh, we gotta, you say, gotta make sure you, yeah, you don't just, just throw that. We just started talking no, about like, cancel culture. Rob, because, you, you know, once the problem is once you're here, like, there's no leaving, right? Like, you're stuck. And they they were, they, we laughed. We had a great time with them. They're, they're super, super guys. But they walked in that waiter room, and there's that big zag mm-hmm. flag. I didn't, know, I didn't know that they were from, they actually live in Pullman. And I didn't know that they were uh, Washington State Cougar guys, and they walked in and saw that, and two of them wanted to get on the, the next boat out of here. <laughs> they were stuck with you. They, they got it. Yeah. So, this Zag, this Zag yeah. town up there. He's Greg Heister. Greg, is somebody doing dishes in the background there? Or is that a yeah, bear breaking so this in? Is, That's a bear. Uh, this is Musky Dave. He's he's our manager in there. See him? Hi, Musky Dave. Dave. Hell Musky yeah, Dave. Brother. Musky Dave. I can smell yeah, he, you from uh, here. He lives in Spokane. He's a Spokane guy. Oh, right Dave, uh, Dave runs the lodge all summer. He's oh. the one here making every sure everybody's got uh, gas in the boats and they're catching fish and having a good time. Hell yeah, Musky Dave. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You guys, you need to come up. I need, I need to have like a Zach. Just tell me here. when. You tell me. I don't care what yeah. time of the year. I'll go in the winter. Yeah, you don't. You don't mind flying around in little airplanes. Dude, I'm in a piece of equipment that tries to kill me every day. I'm good. Uh, oh, that's right. The, the dirt machine, right? Damn right. Excavator. Do you have any, like, uh, conventional rods, or is that frowned upon, and would I be shamed? Oh, no. Look at <laughs> that. Conventional. Oh, there he is. A wolf. Yeah, big old wolf. That was taken here on the river. Really? So what's that's the, the deal? Front. With wolves, If you is you could just shoot one, and you're good to go? Well, I can't. Okay. Okay. Of course not. But because you know, I don't. But they do have a season on them. That one was actually trapped. Yeah, they're uh, hard. To shoot. The, but no, like, hard but, but coyotes, right? Coyote, oh. you're allowed to kill because they're they're vermin. Say is that, that again. Right? 
Coyotes, pests. you're allowed to just kill. They're pests. What's that? You guys Coyote. are breaking up bad. Coyotes, you're we can hear you though, Greg. Right, you're fine. You're fine. We can keep this going. Oh, are boy. you allowed to kill coyotes? Just boom, bang, bang. Look, we lost them. All right, Greg Heister. If if a bear gets them, yep. Greg Heister. Oh, bear. oh, well, there we go. Whoa, we got scared. We got scared. All right, can you hear me? Back. We got you. We got you, Greg. We'll yeah, let you go. We yeah. uh, we appreciate your time, buddy. We really yeah. do. Hey, hey, Rob. Do you know how big that wolf is? Guess how much that wolf weighed. One ten. Two hundred pounds, brother. Two hundred. Yeah, I got a. Yeah, I got a wall. I got a, a wall for him. I got a wall for him. <laughs> it was a man eater. Yeah, I I I got some for his ass. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the great Greg Heister. Uh, excellent work. Thanks, I don't, Jack. I don't think people appreciate, but you and Dan were literally tossed to the wolves when it comes to craziness <laughs> in the kennel. No pun intended. Like, here we go. Yeah. We're gonna run around for an hour and a half. <laughs> there it is. No, oh, he's uh, he's he's the greatest guy, and I, I love working with him. And he's, you know, he's a uh, he's a blast. And. You know, I think back 21 years ago, my first year doing Zag Ball was his his All-American year. And, and uh, you know, and so life kind of came full circle with that. So I, I love getting work to work with him. So it's great. It's great talking with you guys. You're frozen again. Yeah, I know. Bingo, we're frozen. We can hear you, though. Greg, <laughs> them gigabytes. Gentlemen. Them gigabytes. From the corner! Thank you once again to Greg Heister. Follow him again on uh, Seasons of the Fly, or on the Fly, excuse me. Um, excellent stuff. He's exactly what you'd expect him to be. That's him. We had to we had to start recording because right when we started the Zoom call, he was giving. He was fired up. He yeah. was ready to roll. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you to him. We will probably check in with him once more at some point during the season. We're gonna ramp things up, Rob. Got a lot to talk about. Let's do it. Anything you have for us? Good health and good sense are two of life's greatest blessings. From the corner, and it's over. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.